Time now on Sky Sports Radio for Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Yeah, it is time to uh, to talk some greyhound racing. And Mick Cowley from Greyhound Racing New South Wales is the host of Going Grey today. Morning, Mick. Good morning, Dave. How's things today, mate? Things are very good, mate. Um, what's on today's show? Well, we've got a little bit on today's show. We've uh, we are still paddling on with the feature races that we do have in New South Wales, and we actually had a Group Two feature up in the Northern Rivers last night. The Lismore Cup. Let's have a listen to that Lismore Cup final. Racing, Oski away quickly, beginning well in the centre was all hands off. Fire Legend shows pace to head it off and find the lead in the run to the corner. It's Fire Legend, best fit across into second. Behind those was Oski getting shuffled out of it. Sequana, hello Mavis. Well back was O Mickey and Jimmery Star, and all hands off is at the tail. Fire Legend, the one to gun down. Best fit going with it. Closing now was Oski. It's still Fire Legend on top, trying to get on turns as best fit as they straighten. Still Fire Legend in front. Best fit can't pick it up. Fire Legend wins the cup, has beaten best fit third will go to Oski, tight for fourth Jim That was a fantastic there. victory there for Fire Legend and uh, we're actually joined on the phone this morning by his trainer Mark Moroni but first of all I have to apologise because Mark drove back from Lismore last night, didn't get back till 5am and of course I woke him up at about 8 o'clock this morning to ask if he'd be on the show, he said yes so thanks for joining us Mark, truly appreciate it No that's fine mate, no worries we've had a bit of a sleep now so we're all good Mate, congratulations. That uh, that must have been pretty satisfying. He's uh, he's raced against a lot of good dogs and uh, finished runner-up to the likes of Simon Told Helen and you know, Catch the Thief and Shimmer Shine, and he, he finally deserved got that deserved Group 2 uh, victory last night. Yeah, no, he did. Well, um, yeah, we originally brought him back here for the Million Dollar Chase, and um, he had no luck in the semi-final after, after winning at Maitland, but... Uh, yeah, took him to Lismore and he put it all together at Lismore two weeks in a row. Was that always the plan to head up there after Million Dollar Chase or was it just a case of, well, no luck, as you said, in the semi, so we'll look around and the Lismore Cup's on and it's good coin, so head up there? Yeah, well, um, I was sort of tossing up between Goulburn and, and Lismore because I had the two, I had him and his sister fire on ice and... Um, I ended up going to Lismore because, well, mainly because it suited her better. But, uh, yeah, he ended up getting the prize and she came on season before the heats. They never got to go around. Mate, Murphy's law, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. But, uh, no, it worked out well in the finish. He, he sort of handles, he handles both tracks, big and small. But, um, yeah, she's more of a, of a tighter track dog, so that was the reason we went to Lismore instead of Galvin. And he had uh, he had box five in the heat, box five again in the final. Uh, the practice run seemed to have worked wonders. You know, and he, he got straight through to the lead on that first turn, and that was the end of the session. Yeah, well, he, uh, last night he's probably begun the best he's, he has in 12 months, I reckon, and, um, and that sort of made the difference against that class of dog. Um, I think he was a bit underrated before the race, but uh, they know how fast he is now. But uh, coming out of the box is good, certainly put bait to him. You uh, you mentioned you obviously uh, have his sister fire on ice, um, and she, uh, she's run some fantastic races, particularly around Gosford. But you decided to send him down to Jason Thompson in Melbourne fairly on. What was the reasoning behind that? 
Oh, I just I knew how much potential he had, and I thought he had a good race in him, you know. And um, and uh, I actually, you know, I thought it was a chance to get my stud dog out of it. So, I, I thought we, you know, you go to the best trainer in Australia, and uh, you know, Jason's won every big race there is, and and it was a good move. Like him and his family done a great job. They really look after the dogs and. And um, you know, always on the phone talking to you, and you know that that big race never came down there. But he he won eighteen races while he was in Melbourne and run fast times on every track down there. So, mm. but he was just probably a length off the the really top dogs down there. Mate, will he he stay with you now, or is there plans to send him back there, or just map out map out a bit of a plan for him now? No, he'll be staying here now, and. Um, that's what uh, myself and Jason will be both agreed that he's he's probably better off here. You know, he's a better chance of winning winning some of the bigger races in Sydney than he is in Melbourne because um, you know, you, although the you know the dogs here are good as well, but um, down there you're running into Simon Tail Helen and Shimmer Shine every week, and they just run records everywhere they go. Mate, you yeah, tell me this. Pretty much all dates back to a, a bitch that you bought called Fire Crisis around 20-odd years ago. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, I had a stud dog, Fire Cave. He went to stud in Victoria with Graham Bate. And um, when he first went there, I asked Graham to keep his eye out. I wanted to buy a puppy out of one of his first litters. And, yeah, I bought a, bought a bitch for $350 out of the first litter he served, first bitch he served down there. And... Um, she turned out to be a good bitch out of a really good litter and we've just spread on from her and they just seem to get better every generation, which is good. That's a good sign for the future. I guess a good sign for, for someone like Fire and Ice when she does uh, eventually retire. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, um, you know, Tick Away Fire's had, she's got two litters racing and both really good litters. Um, and her mother... Casella Rice was a, was a good producer as well. You know, she had probably five litters and threw a number of good dogs. You know, in each litter, and um, yeah, every mother along with you know Casella Rice's mother, Intense Fire, threw a group winner. And Intense Fire's mother was Sydney Fire. She was the leading brood bitch in Australia in 2005. So mm. yeah, the bitches just keep throwing on and. Uh, you know, we've probably had a bit of luck along the way, picking size, but, uh, you know, the bitches just seem to have that knack of, of producing good pubs. Oh, you're absolutely right. And, Mark, you were uh, you used to be a truck driver. Yeah, yeah, I've driven trucks all my life. Yeah, um, yeah I was driving a, a, a delivering skip bins here for, you know, five or so years, up until about 12 months ago, so... And the uh, the decision to pull the pin on that was it uh, to focus a bit more on on the dogs. Yeah, well, it really started when um, when this Fernando Bailey had come along and started racing, and and it looked like they were, you know, they were going to be pretty good, and um, I just needed the time with them, and um, yeah, they've they've sort of produced for right from fourteen months of age I could see that two or three of them were gonna be pretty good. So um yeah, just put a bit more time into them and 
Like it's pretty hard when you're working. Mm. You know, you just you just don't get the same time to trial and race and get them checked and and so on. But um, no, it's worked out quite well for us. Mate, indeed, indeed. And plans for, for what's next for Fire and Ice and Fire Legend in particular? Um, a little down the track. Gosford Cup's certainly a name for them. Um, yep. Fire and Ice was in the in the Gosford Cup last year when she was only 20 months old. Um, she loves Gosford. Uh, Fire Legend hasn't been to Gosford, but I'm sure he'll, he'll get around there, no problems. But um, between now and then, I, haven't, I was sort of waiting to see what happened last night. So mm. um, I haven't really made up my mind yet. There's a few options, you know. He's got the Melbourne Cup where he's won four out of four at Sandown. And the Ipswich Cup's on in a couple of weeks, which looks a nice race too. So, um, But beyond that, I haven't really had a good hard look yet. So he's not in anywhere at the moment, so I'll... I'll look at that over the next few days. That's an interesting one, as you said, the Melbourne Cup. Would you, if you decided to go that way, would you, you send him back to Jason for that campaign, or, or would you, I guess, depending on borders and so forth, do the travel? Oh, well, he'd have to, um, he'd have to run in a prelude to to be eligible. So, um, yeah, he'd, I'd, I'd just send him back to Jason for a couple of weeks if that was the case, but. Um, but saying that, you know, you're going back against them dogs that we, we came here to avoid. So, <laughs> um, you know, I haven't really made up my mind, but he does go well at Sandown. That's one thing. Right, absolutely. Well, he goes well at Lismore, as you showed last night too. So, mate, congratulations on that, and thanks for uh, for hopping out of bed and having a chat to us today. Truly appreciate it. Uh, it's no problem, Mick. Yeah, it was certainly it was um, my biggest win, that's for sure, and... Yeah, it was very exciting for us. Right, I'm glad to hear it, mate. Uh, hopefully, there'll be uh, there'll be a few more down the road for you as well. Good on you, mate. No problem. Thanks for that. There he was, Mark Moroni, jubilant Mark Moroni after winning the Lismore Cup last night, the Group Two Lismore Cup with uh, Fire Legend, and, and as you mentioned, there some plans ahead for those two dogs, both him and his sister Fire on Ice. Today we've got uh, we've got three meetings on today, particularly one at Warhope. We we mentioned last Friday that Warhope were uh, essentially hosting their first full TAB meeting, and, and the meeting was a fantastic success. The uh, the maiden final was won by Rebecca Scott's Flying Fortress. Um, Bumpy Black, who you mentioned last week, Dave, as being a, a really big go. It did the did the right thing by all its supporters and, and saluted their winning easily at $1.95. I think it started in the end. You obviously bet up. Um, two female trainers actually shared the honours with winning doubles. Northern Rivers trainer Evelyn Harris won two with dashing display and ultimate display. And as I mentioned, Rebecca Scott from the Mid-North Coast, she won with special quality and also flying fortress. Main race on the card was the 10000 to the winner, Harry Ledger and Norma Hearn's appreciation final. And that went to scraping by for Julie King. So that's a fantastic day last Friday, and they have got another day on today uh, where the best bet on that card is race seven, number one, Flying Fortress again. So hopefully it can do the right thing again for all its supporters. Richmond, a bit later on today, best bet there is race six, number one, Run, Juju, Run. And then at Wentworth Park tonight, the best bet on the card is race eight, number eight for Mick Hardman, Zulu, Warlord. So they're the best day and three fantastic meetings around New South Wales.